Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. All right, everybody. Didn't think we'd be doing a video like this today, but here we are. Mike Heck here from MMAfighting.com reacting to some very big news on this Monday morning, December 6th, 2021. A very busy couple of weeks coming up in the combat sports world. Of course, UFC 269 goes down this Saturday. It's the final pay-per-view event of 2021. And then next Saturday, we were scheduled to see Jake Paul compete against Tommy Fury in a boxing match on Showtime pay-per-view. Now we come to find out that is no longer happening. Jake Paul took to social media, confirming some initial reports that came out last night that Tommy Fury is out of the fight due to some medical issues. He was forced to withdraw less than two weeks before this event. Of course, like Jake Paul or not, the guy does some pretty big business for Showtime. They invested a lot in the promotion of this fight, press conferences in different parts of the globe, promo packages, all of that stuff. And sometimes, folks, an important lesson, when you manifest something so passionately, when you keep putting it out in the universe, sometimes... The universe will change its course, and that is what has happened for the former UFC welterweight champion of the world, Tyron Woodley, because he's going to get his rematch on 12 days notice in Tampa, Florida against Jake Paul. They fought in August. It was a competitive fight. Paul won via split decision. We thought a rematch might be possible with the whole tattoo bet and the aftermath, and although not the original plan, Christmas has come early. For one, Tyron Woodley, and much like his nickname states, he is the chosen one to get a massive opportunity to write what he passionately believes is a wrong. So with that, let us welcome in my best friend, the Prince of Positivity, Mr. Alexander K. Lee. And AK, I'm going to drop a silly 80s cheeseball music pun on the masses right now. In the combat sports world, this is just another manic Monday, is it not? Wow. Your reaction to this news wow. that Tommy Fury Sad. is out and Tyron Woodley is in for his chance at redemption <clears throat> against Jake Paul. Sad. Sad, Mike. Ha happy to see you. Happy that we uh, we rarely get to record back-to-back -back <laughs> shows. Uh, we had just done on to the next one yesterday. So always a pleasure to record with my best friend, uh, Mike Heck. But, but sad reasons that you and I are once again together. Um, I, I'm someone who's fully embraced sort of this whole, you know, the Jake Paul, the Logan Paul, all the free show boxing stuff. And uh, this is a very logical matchup. They'd build up to it uh, in the right way, you know, with Tommy Fury being on the last uh, Paul card. Not a great performance by either man in their last fight, but it made sense for them to, to go up against each other. Uh, again, it, it doesn't answer sort of people saying, oh, Jake Paul needs to fight like a real boxer. But... Tommy Fury fit perfectly. Reality TV, TV star has his own pro boxing experience. I think it was 7-0. Uh, would have been 7-0 heading into this matchup. Um, so it was a logical way to go about it. I think it might, I don't know how, I think it would have drawn more interest from uh, certain demographics than either the Woodley or the Askren fights, of course, because Tommy Fury is a bit more of a celebrity uh, over there in the UK. But uh, uh, we, we don't have that anymore. We don't have that anymore, Mike. We have the rematch, which has some heat behind it. Um, 
I don't think any of us expected this to happen uh, under any other circumstances than a replacement thing. I don't think after this, Paul was like, yeah, I'm going to do the Woodley rematch now. Um, so, yes, very fortunate for Woodley. Sounds like he'll probably be getting another nice payday, at least comparable, uh, if not equal or more than the first one. And uh, Jake Paul saying he'll give uh, he'll give the chosen one an extra 500 grand if he can knock Jake Paul out. Yeah, I mean, this is all pretty wild. And you, and you you sort of mentioned the interest of maybe the general masses, maybe the boxing community, because there are some people at least coming out of the first fight with Woodley that, you know, Tommy Fury is an actual boxer. I know if you add up the established records of the guys he fought, he fought Anthony Taylor and couldn't finish him. Still, people thought Tommy Fury, along with, you know, his half-brother Tyson Fury being a big part of the camp, this could be the guy to give Jake Paul the work. Some intrigue there, like you said. But at the same time, Woodley did have his moments in the first fight. But as I'm seeing in the comments right now, a lot of the things that have frustrated MMA fans about Woodley over the years, the gun shyness, if you will, that rears his ugly head in these fights, it reared its ugly head again in this fight. But when it was time to actually pull the trigger, he did. And he almost knocked Jake Paul out of the ring at one point. So Woodley, when he was on and he got a little angry and just went after it, things were very interesting. So you personally, AK, does this fight interest you more than the Tommy Fury fight? Nah. Nah, I was curious what was happening with Tommy Fury. Keep in mind, uh, as as a uh, honored employee of MMA fighting, I had I did have the... Uh, the, the, the chance to transcribe the most recent press conference featuring the Fury family and uh, and Jake Paul. So I, I am in, I was sort of invested in it. I, I did uh, there was one story about uh, uh, John Fury, the father of the Fury family, really, really getting some vulgar back and forth with uh, Jake Paul. And then Tyson Fury also, of course, was there and, and also had his, his words for Jake Paul. So um, part of me is like, why did I even do that if this fight wasn't going to happen? So there's some regret. Uh, some remorse on my part, and, and and I wish that I would at least be rewarded, Mike, with uh, getting to see these two fight. But uh, from a competitive standpoint, uh, there is some intrigue. Again, like you said, the first fight, not between Woodley and uh, uh, Jake Paul, not super memorable. Um, it, it was uh, tense, I guess, but I don't think anyone will go back and watch that fight. If anyone has even bothered to watch that fight again and be like, oh, yeah, this was a real classic we need to see again. I'm kind of leaning towards one, wanting the uh, the Tommy Fury matchup, which which probably will be rebooked at some point um, now with a little more steam behind it. Uh, but it is disappointing that we're getting a rematch, which feels very much like a second or third option for Jake Paul as opposed to the uh, the Tommy Fury fight. Manic Monday indeed, AK. Now, just from like an MMA perspective, I know this is a boxing match and things like that, but we've seen time and time again, especially in this sort of post-pandemic UFC era, and even in Bellator and, and, and some of these other promotions, maybe even in the boxing world, that when these big fights happen and they happen on short notice where like the first fight we knew for a, for, for a couple months, Tyron Woodley was going to fight Jake Paul and he was doing all the media and he was trying to sell the fight and do all this stuff. And not only do you have to do that, but you have to get a, a competitive mindset to go in with all of that pressure. Does the 12 days notice? Cause Tyron Woodley has, has done interviews and has said like, I'm training. I want to do, Four fights in 2022, four different combat sports. So the guy apparently is in shape. He's getting ready for, for competition, right? From a mental standpoint, does the 12 days notice, considering where both of these guys are, how they've been getting ready for whatever was coming up for them, do you think this favors Woodley more or do you think this favors Jake Paul more? 
Yeah, look, it could be really good for Tyron Woodley. You do get the sense uh, in his recent UFC fights and in his boxing bout with uh, Jake Paul, the first one, that maybe he's overthinking things. He's a smart guy. I, I, I think he's a cerebral fighter. I think that was shown, and again, in his his championship run as well. Um, he's not this berserker. He's not this. Uh, again, he's not this. I'm just gonna go in there and throw wildly. Uh, he has a game plan for things, and I wonder if there was just too much thinking, um, creating which creates that you know afraid to pull the trigger uh, persona that we've kind of seen from Woodley uh, time and time again. And, and it's unfortunate we've seen that. So I, as you said, he's, he, he has been training constantly. There was a report that, uh, or and at least maybe Dan Hardy had put it out there that they were trying to arrange a, a 12 round boxing bout to take place uh, in spring of, of uh, upcoming spring 2022. So uh, I don't know, again, I don't know how close that fight was coming to fruition. I don't recall Taron Woodley addressing it. Um, I do know that, uh, Dan Hardy was was pushing for it. Of course, he's he's been wanting to fight again for a long time. So, but if any of that is true, then uh, Woodley it probably is in great shape. And yes, maybe without ha- I, they'll probably arrange. So we do have two weeks until, uh, yeah, two weeks until this goes down. So they could arrange some emergency sort of press conference, a Zoom call or something. But it certainly feels like less pressure, less distraction than the first time. So again, I I by the way, I don't want to sell this fight too hard. I just can't imagine it being that different from the first one. But I will say, if you do think it's going to be different, there is reason for it, and that is a less distracted, less <laughs> less uh, contemplative Tarn Woodley who just has to go in there and fight. And he's been in there. He's done eight rounds with Jake Paul now. He knows what to expect. Maybe he comes in with a slightly different strategy, more aggression. Uh, fingers crossed for anyone who decides to, to buy this thing. Do you feel like heading like getting, heading into the first fight, and I know like Ariel Hawani talked about it a lot, on the return of the MA hour, like how big of a moment that was for Tyron Woodley. It was almost like a must win. And he's somehow manifested this rematch to happen in the most bizarre circumstances, right? How pivotal is this for Tyron Woodley? Does the, does the short notice kind of help him in that sense? Like if he goes out and gets pieced away for however many rounds this fight is, I don't even know. Cause we haven't seen an actual full press release. We don't yet. know yet. It's yeah. going to be eight rounds again, but like, let's just say Jake Paul just goes out there and, just dominates him whether he stops him in like the fifth round or he gets an eight round easy decision do we look at it and say like you know what tyron woodley took this fight on 12 days notice kudos or does he have even more pressure on this fight than he did heading into the first one no no this is this is this is christmas gravy for tyron house money house money man he wanted the rematch he may have got the tattoo we still don't know if that was real or not and i'm sure people saw he he put out the picture the uh, i love jake paul tattoo on his middle finger uh, some people were saying it was it looked temporary. Or, uh, uh, it was either a fake tattoo or it was a real tattoo, but in such a place and done in such a way that it will just kind of naturally fade on its own. So I don't know. I don't know how real the tattoo was, but at least he kind of went through with it. So in, in some sense, justice was served. But yeah, look, he wanted this fight. Uh, this is found money. He he did not. He probably thought once the Tommy Fury, like the rest of us, once the Tommy Fury fight was booked, this isn't going to happen. I'm, I'm not seeing Jake Paul in the ring again. I'm never going to see him in any combat sports scenario again. It's The, it, the ship has sailed. So, again, with Christmas just around the corner, this is going to be a nice payday for him again. We don't know how much, but if it's anything close to probably what he got paid for the first one, I'm sure uh, Tyron Woodley and his team are very, very happy. So, uh, yeah, win, win or lose, uh, people can talk about legacy if they want. If, if, if you're of the camp that this will uh, this is going to sting his, his legacy if he loses again to Jake Paul and if it's an even worse fight than last time. I, I understand that, but again, at the end of the day, legacy doesn't pay the bo- doesn't pay the bills. Excuse me, and uh, and Woodley's going to be very happy. And I don't know if you thought his legacy was hurt by the first uh, boxing match with Paul. I don't see how this could make it that much worse. So, uh, hopefully, he does get a chance to fight uh, in, in other other <laughs> combat sports in 2022. But for now, uh, 
he's just looking ahead to this one and, and I bet it's going to be a, a fun night for him regardless. All right. Last thing before we kind of wrap up here. I mean, if you got some questions, here we go. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll just kind of kind of rehash this for everyone, anyone who just jumped in and is mm-hmm. just like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> uh, so we're here reacting to this news because Tommy Fury is out medical condition of some po- of some sort, some sort of injury, or I don't really know the specifics, but this is what reports had said. Jake Paul came out. He had some obviously unkind words towards Tommy Fury, calling him the biggest fill in the blank in boxing. Uh, so you kind of have to feel bad for Tommy Fury because Jake Paul makes an interesting point. Now he's going to pay 60 bucks to watch me when he could have been, could have been making millions to box him. So Tyron Woodley is in to replace Tommy Fury on 12 days notice. So that's why we're talking about this. That's why this is very big news. So last question for me, AK. Do you think this fight goes any differently than the first one? I, again, I'm the prince of positivity. Like I said, I'm optimistic. I I think often we see rematches go differently, but Wood, Woodley looked like what he was in the first fight. Uh, he's We know he's a good fighter, but he's a completely inexperienced boxer. I know it's a part of all of his camps. I know it's, it's, uh, it's something he prepared for. He really put the work in for that Jake Paul fight, but you don't just become this killer boxer right out of the gate. I, I don't care who you're training with. I don't care what combat sports experience you have in the past. Pro boxing is a completely different beast than MMA. And, and we saw that. We saw we saw that and yet also saw the worst tendencies of uh, Tyrone Woodley that we have seen uh, in his, his unfortunate, you know, sort of last run with the UFC there. So um, I, I, I like to be optimistic, but I just cannot see this one going differently. Uh, maybe it'll be unanimous decision this time. I think last time I had it, maybe six rounds to two for Paul. But again, the scoring was so flimsy. You could have it 5-3 Paul. You could have had it 5-3 Woodley. I don't even know. It was such a such a forgettable fight. But uh, this time around, I, I'm still going Paul by decision. I, I imagine that'll be a pretty pretty heavily favored uh, as when the odds come around. And uh, ho- I hope to be wrong. I think it's a little different. I, I, I'm leaning Paul to win again by decision, but I think I actually think the 12 days notice helps Tyron Woodley here. I don't think he, it, it gives him the opportunity to not really overthink things. I think at times we will see that frustrating to watch Tyron Woodley, but I think we might see more of the Tyron Woodley that fought Vicente Luque. He's just going to go out and just and just get after it and just see what happens. So, and plus, if you're throwing another five hundred thousand dollars to knock him out, you better go out there and try to knock that dude out for an extra five hundred thousand bucks. So, uh, we'll see what happens. And this is going to be an interesting event for a few reasons. One, you got this fight. Two, Amanda Serrano, great to see her back there and and, and getting the pay that she deserves. Women's boxing needs this surge, and whether you like Jake Paul or not, he's providing it. We also have Frank Gore versus Darren Williams, which is super interesting in some, in, in it's just interesting. Two guys who have been training in combat sports for, for quite some time. And then by the way, we get Anthony Taylor versus Chris Avila. And you know, who's going to be there more than likely one Nathan Diaz will probably be there. Oh Lord. So could we be planting some, some seeds perhaps maybe. But if I'm Nate Diaz, I'm getting my ass to Tampa next week. <laughs> so we have the release. We have the release, Mike. Uh, it is now being called Leave No Doubts. That is what uh, Jake Paul said in his video that he put out. It will, it, as it was scheduled with Time Fury, uh, Paul Woodley 2 will also be a cruiserweight contest, 192 pounds and an eight-rounder as their as their first fight was as well. So, um, yeah, everything else the same. December 18th, Amelie Arena, Showtime, Pay-Per-View, uh, so, uh, uh, Showtime, very quick to kind of throw this one together. 
And again, maybe maybe to some people more appealing, maybe to some people less appealing. I'm not sure. To me, a little less appealing, maybe just because we saw Woodley and Paul happen already. Um, certainly, if this was if I was this is the first time, if you're asking me what was more intriguing to me, the Paul Woodley match the first time or him fighting Tommy Fury. I mean, Paul Woodley by a by a country mile. But the rematch, I don't know. I, I'm a little I'm a little cool on it. Uh, and uh, the press release is just saying a medical issue, a medical issue that impacted his training camp. That is the exact wording from Showtime for uh, Tommy Fury. Well, we wish Tommy Fury the best. And uh, there is going to be one other person in Tampa that I can confirm. This guy oh, right here. Oh, my goodness. This guy. I will be there. Oh, so, Tam- Florida Mike? The return Florida, of Mike? Florida Mike? Florida Mike. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, and hopefully, listen, so I've been to Florida twice this year covering events. This will be the third. BKFC 19 was the first one. I went to the Vitor Belfort Evander Holyfield card which kind of broke my heart, but it was still kind of cool watching Anderson Silva do the damn thing. Uh, and now I get to cover this one. So bizarre coverage over the la- over the last half of 2021 for me. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. My fur, I don't even know what to expect. I'm very, I have no expectations. And that's probably what makes this best. That's right, Jeremiah K. DJ Heck, grand arrival to Florida. We'll see what <laughs> happens. So come say hi. And uh, that's it. As you can tell, I'm feeling better. So I'm ready to go. So that's it. That's our reaction. Obviously, we'll be talking about it much more throughout the week. Of course, Ariel Hawani will be back with the MMA Hour about two hours from right now as you record at 11.01 a.m. For those listening to the podcast, may not affect you right now. Uh, Of course, between the links coming up this week, I'm sure we'll be talking about this more. AK will be there as well, taking on Phoenix Carnivale. And then UFC 269 Fight Week as well. So these next couple weeks are just going to be, we're going to be sprinting, sprinting right out the gate. And, uh, Follow along with us here at MAFighting.com. So for AK, I am Mike Heck. Thanks for watching. Get ready for some craziness next Saturday in Tampa. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. And May Hour at 1 o'clock. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.